0: Hi, I'm Katrin Mack, and I spent most of my life listening and observing, working out what drives people, what motivates us, what gets in the way. I'm fascinated by the obstacles and barriers we put up ourselves, which stop us doing all sorts of things we'd really like to do. From starting a new business to creating the life and job we really want. I spent the last 10 years plus working as a coach and consultant for businesses, both startups and established and organisations, hearing about aspirations, plans, ideas, dreams. These people have made the first move towards making them a reality. They've realised working with someone who will challenge them to do what they want, move out of their comfort zone and champion them when the going gets tough with lots of tools and techniques along the way to change thinking and behaviour can really help them to get where they want to be. You might be in a similar position. You might be thinking you really want to do something, something new, a new job, a new career, business, whatever it is, and you might be realising that there's some stuff holding you back. I'm going to look today at what I've noticed hold people back, the themes that recur over and over, forming barriers that block you from making the move. Fortunately, they're pretty much all surmountable. I hope some of the things I talk about will resonate and will give you some reassurance that we're all human. We're all struggling with various aspects of life and work, relationships, communication, and that it's possible to find a way around these barriers if you're prepared to put some effort in. So today I'm going to look at one of the big obstacles I hear over and over that's really holding people back. And that is worrying about what other people think. When you take a moment to think about what's getting in the way of you taking action, and what surfaces is the fear of what others think, the fear of being judged by others, then hopefully you'll find this useful. It's crucial to pinpoint what the beliefs are that are whirling around in our heads, Once identified, shining a light on them and actually considering them for a moment instead of letting them continue on their whirling cycle, never to be challenged but always to hold you back, then things can start changing. Too many people let such thoughts govern what they do. They let them influence their decisions, their actions, without stopping ever to question them. But once questioned, it's quite likely you'll start realising that they're just that. They're just beliefs. They're not facts. Imagine that. Letting beliefs that are not based on any fact dictate how you live your life. So let's get a snack. The acronym I like to turn to. Stop. Notice. Acknowledge. No criticism is allowed here. Just observation. What comes up when you think about what's getting in the way of your goal? Whether it's doing something like, they'll laugh at me, or people will criticise. Notice this. Calmly and kindly ask yourself, the C in Snack, can I change or challenge this? We can hunt down the facts. When you say, they'll laugh at me, let's look at who they are. Are you meaning people you know, like friends and family? Or are you thinking of people just out there in general? If it's people you know, like friends and family, you could ask yourself if this is actually true. Would your loved ones laugh or criticise or judge? If the answer is no, actually they wouldn't, then you can let the belief go and replace it with the fact that you're actually surrounded by supportive, loving people who want you to be happy. That's great. Job done. Move forward with confidence. But it's not always that simple, is it? There might be some people who you think actually will laugh or judge. Think about them for a minute. Ask yourself, why might they be judgmental? Let's face it, some people just are critical or judgmental. They might have a more narrow outlook on the world. And that's just their way of behaving. It's worth considering talking to them about this. I remember having a conversation with a relative whose go-to was to criticise most things I did. I brought it up and said how it made me feel, that it made me feel frustrated. It actually meant I wanted to spend less time with them as a result, which was a shame as I really wanted them in my life. I said it in a very calm way with examples of what they'd said. They were absolutely horrified to hear that their words had this effect on me and were honestly unaware that they were doing it. I can't pretend it wasn't awkward and I was seriously out of my comfort zone, but it did transform the relationship and we became closer as a result. I recognise it's not always appropriate or possible to voice your thoughts and let people know the effect their words have on you. If not, let's look at what you can do. You can change the way you perceive and receive the information. First, try to gain an understanding into why they behave like this. Consider where their words are coming from. Their communication style might just be more direct. It might be that simple. They may be super critical of themselves, very likely, as we're usually so much more critical of ourselves than others. Maybe there's someone who thrives on critiquing and gossip. If you have to spend time with them, what can you say to yourself that will mean their words can't reach you? I find Eleanor Roosevelt's words really useful here. No one can make you feel inferior without your consent. Practice telling yourself they can't reach you, that you're choosing not to be affected. Some find it useful to imagine an invisible protective layer between them and the critical person. Other people have their own map of the world, their own set of unique experiences that filter the way they see the world, just as we do. And it's good to recognise that some people will not have the same ideas as you, the same desire to reach their potential. They may be happy doing their own thing and not having dreams, that's okay. Albert Einstein took it a step further and said great spirits have always encountered violent opposition from mediocre minds. The mediocre mind is incapable of understanding the person who refuses to bow blindly to conventional prejudices and choose instead to express their opinions courageously and honestly. I love that. Some might say it's a bit harsh, but it can help reading it when things get really frustrating if there's someone you don't have to spend time with then consider not spending time with them if their judgment and criticism is stopping you from doing things that you really want to do then you might question whether there's someone you need around again that might sound a bit tough but it has to be said when i think about it it really is incredible the power of the thoughts and words of others They're not concrete weapons, but they can actually be damaging if we let them. What might you do to reduce the impact of negative, critical people? Will you have an honest conversation? Will you choose to perceive them differently, not allow the words to penetrate? Or will you choose not to have them around? I know none of it is easy. It all requires some solid self-belief, confidence, some humility, will come to self-belief and confidence in a future podcast. It's important to ask yourself how much you want this in your life. Are you brave enough? So we've considered those around you who might judge. But what if you find that it's not specific people, but a general fear of being judged, full stop? I like to start by asking, who might be judging? Then the response comes, well, I don't know everyone it's a great moment then to ask but how do you know what others are thinking imagine we might allow a supposed or imagined judgment from people we don't actually know to hold us back or stop us from finding happiness most of us do it you're not alone and yet it makes little sense again we have no facts or evidence as we don't actually know what other people are thinking and then even if we did Why would that influence us? As social beings we know our happiness can be enhanced by relationships, friendships and we have a deep down insecurity of losing friends or not being able to make friends and this means very often we want to please everyone even people we don't know. How fascinating is that? So back to snack. You acknowledge that you're being held back by the judgment of others that you don't actually know and You have no evidence that they would even judge. Ask yourself now, if you can change it, what would be a more useful way of thinking? You could ask yourself what the facts are. You could choose to assume that most people wish other people well. That is, if they actually notice them. As Olin Miller said, you probably wouldn't worry about what people think of you if you knew how seldom they do we're also so tied up in what's going on for us, we hardly notice what other people are doing. There's so much evidence of this and lots of studies that have been done into it. There's one um, that conducted three studies and they examined people's estimates of the perceived variability of their appearance and behavior in other people's eyes. Whether assessing the manifest variability of their physical appearance, their athletic accomplishments, their performance on a video game. Participants in the study consistently overestimated the extent to which their ups and downs would be noted by observers. The results suggested that this bias stems in part from a failure to appreciate the extent to which observers are preoccupied with managing their own actions. Now, isn't that interesting? Perhaps just challenging those thoughts with the evidence might help you let them go. You can actively choose to replace them with something else. Get yourself a mantra or a quote like the ones I've been using today that will slowly become your new thought pattern. A much more helpful one as well, I think. Another thing we can choose to do is to surround ourselves with the right people. People who are supportive, who want the best for you and appreciate the fact that you want the best for them. It is a reciprocal thing, you know. This sort of energy is contagious and can give you the boost that you really, really need. Yes, it's another step out of the comfort zone, perhaps. But the more we do it, the more we get used to it. And the results can be pretty amazing. As Amy Poehler said, I want to be around people that do things. I don't want to be around people anymore that judge or talk about what I do. I want to be around people that dream and support and do things. So using snack, stop, ask yourself what's getting in the way. N, notice what the thoughts are. Are you worried about judgment, about what others will think? A, acknowledge this. No beating yourself up, remember. It's okay. All thoughts are just that. Thoughts, not facts. Then C, challenge or change what would be a more useful way of approaching this? What's the evidence? And are their opinions important enough to hold you back from making your own future? Believe in yourself. Trust yourself. Do what's right for you. As Dr. Zeus said, Those who mind don't matter, and those who matter don't mind. I hope you found this useful I'd love to know what you think and what's holding you back I'll be continuing with this theme of what gets in the way in the next episode where we'll look at how self-belief and self-doubt play a big part in stopping us doing what we dream of yep we'll be looking at confidence thank you for listening to coaching with Katrin Mack and remember to keep hunting the good stuff